Hey, Slip Angle listeners. Andrew Rains here with this week's track tip. All right, so what do the pros do differently? That's something that I constantly like to challenge myself to think about when I'm trying to improve my driving. Something that I think that professional drivers uh, do not necessarily differently but better than lower-level drivers or less experienced drivers is uh, they work with the track really well. So this week's track tip is just that. Learn how to work with the track. A lot of times uh, you have to really know how you learn in order to do that. So sometimes it's a track walk. Sometimes it's maybe taking a golf cart out on the track. Um, Even slow laps on the track in a car can be really helpful. A lot of times you miss things when you're at speed. If you're going 70 or 80, 90 miles an hour through a corner, you might not catch the detail in the track surface, the things off to the side of the road. What does the curbing exactly feel like when you roll over it? Those different things can be really helpful. That stuff can all be used to go faster. Even the littlest of things that might seem inconsequential can be important. So get out on the track, walk it, feel the surface, really get an idea of where the camber and the track is, where the grip level is, when the surface changes, what kind of grooves have been worn into it over time. Is it a newly paved track or has the surface been there for years and years and it's been beat on and hasn't been improved and it's rough and smooth and different places and stuff like that. All that stuff's important to note. So I like to make note of some of that stuff, remind myself, and then at the end of that session, try not to overthink it begin to make that part of the natural way that you approach the track and I think you'll start to naturally work with the track. Something else to think about when the car is going uphill you have more grip. When you're going downhill you have less grip. So think about that in terms of your oversteer understeer balance and what that's going to do to the way the car feels so that you can evaluate the car's handling uh, fairly when you're looking at it on the track like that. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks, Andrew, for that tip. You can learn more about Apex Pro at apextrackcoach.com. Apex Pro is also available through OG Racing. Go check our buddies out at OG Racing for any of your safety performance needs, from helmets to Hans devices, suits, and everything else that you may need. Give OG Racing a call. You can check them out at www.ogracing.com. Button, dude. Welcome, everybody, to Slip Angle Show. Hey, I'm Austin, Austin Cabot. Hey, Hi, Austin. Adam. Hey, How's Austin. it going? Hey, Austin. It I'm is trying to day, step on everything you day said. Day two trying of to talk over you. <laughs> I only got three We're hours of sleep. <laughs> Welcome, say pancakes. <laughs> I didn't get any pancakes. Oh, they were so good. When did we get pancakes? We went to Acapulco Joe's. Why can't hey, we Austin. do the podcast there? That'd been way better. No, period. <laughs> Austin's already over this. You only had three hours of sleep last night, Austin. How are you doing? Not very good. You, you look good. You look good. Here, I'll just let you guys start it here. Um, yeah, we're standing in the Exidy booth with Kevin Parlett. Howdy. What's happening, man? Not too you much. Real life track mod competitor. Um, blown uh, 
Nissan uh, Infinity guy, <laughs> always blowing it up. Yep. How yep. <laughs> not not blown as in supercharged. That car's just, just blown. That car's been around for a long time. Like I remember seeing that in 2012. Global like Time Attack. I think it was 2011. Was it I think I remember seeing 2012 was the first year for right. for GTA. Because you were there with the yeah. uh, the FRS. Yeah, like, dude, we both wrecked. High five. Yeah, but no, yours was no, like that was 2013 for the FRS. S2000 was. You wrecked with that What turn did you reckon at Rotolana? Turn one. Did you take slap and turn twelve in the FRS? I did, and like barely grazed a wall. That was pretty sweet, though. I, I still drove that's the car. Yeah. brand new. Yeah. The car was brand new. If I yeah, I hadn't even made a payment on it yet. That's so oh, new. Nice. And it was yeah. like the first FRS anybody ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like the first, like besides like California, it was the first like. Phil modded. had one too, didn't he? It was you and Phil, or maybe yeah. that was a year after. Yeah, that was. Uh, no, Phil had one too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I've but been, Phil had had his for like a year, and it was already kind of crazy. So five or six years of building a Nissan Infinity product. Yeah, I'm stupid. Uh, you run a, uh, a G35. Anybody listening probably already knows that. So it's just the bigger Z, right? Yeah, it's six inches longer. I'm, you know, they're that much longer. Yeah, yeah. Wheelbase too, or no? Yeah. Wow. Yep. So how was your uh, how was your year this year? Well, <laughs> well, good. let me tell. We saw you a few times. <laughs> um, you were in a lot of events. Yeah. No, we, we uh, you know we it sucked because we got a. The, the first motor that we had from like 2012 to 2016, I guess, when we were guys with you guys at Gridlife. Yeah. Um, we blew that up at Road Atlanta in the spring of 2016 at Global Time Attack. Okay. And got a new motor built. Um, I'm not going to go into too, too many details of that because that motor didn't last me very long. Um, but we went to Grid, our first Gridlife event at Road Atlanta in 2016. Yeah. Um, it was our first experience with you guys. Yeah. We ended up somehow somehow winning that, which we shouldn't have with the time we had. You were um, pretty fast there. We did okay. For I mean, a hot we were, day. It was, I mean, what was it, like 105 degrees or it something was like so that? Hot. I mean, it was, it was almost it was 100 really degrees. Warm. That yeah. was the hottest track day I've ever seen. Yeah, it was almost 100 whether degrees. Whether I've worked it or driven it. Um, but yeah, we ended up winning that. I think there was like 18 people in the track mod class. And that's yeah. why I was like, all right, Grid Life, is, Grid Life is no joke. There's 18 people. And, yeah. and track mod still had a lot of like, competitors all year this year, well, yeah, too. Yeah, like this year, I think the lowest we had was like 16 or something like yeah. that. It's a big class. Uh, so it's, it's nice to be in that class. It's a class I've kind of always been in because it's always been where the most competition is. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was about the last time the car ran well. Was that uh, <laughs> a was year there? and two months ago? Three yeah, months ago. yeah. So that motor was brand new for that event, and then it didn't last another three after okay. that. Whereas the one before that lasted me five years. Oh wow! Um, so now I've got MA Motorsports building me a new one. Okay. Uh, Chris Forsberg's old team up in Baltimore, which is a lot closer to me. The Q35 you're building? Yep, yeah. doing, this, doing the same thing. Rods I'm and gl- pistons. Gl- for punishment. Um, yeah, everything, everything but crank. You know, okay. they don't really have too many options for cranks on those. You either okay. go with like the BC. Yeah. One that is, you know, the stroker kit, and I'm yeah. not really trying to do that. So, um, we got a new turbo by Garrett Turbo that we're putting on it, the GTX the 3584 uh, Gen 2. Oh, nice. What kind of power um, does that thing make? Well, before it really decided to hate its life, we had put that on because we were trying to put that on before we went to, uh, what was that? I guess we were trying to get to Road Atlanta. Yeah. For South. So I we had some issues at Gingerman. We were seeing some weird things in the data. We weren't sure really what was yeah, going on. Nothing, festival this year. nothing was really showing anything its ugly face yet. So we got it, put it back on the dyno, looked at some things, fixed a few things, put the new turbo on it, and then it decided that it really hated life. Yeah. Um, so before that, it was they have a Mustang dyno there. We were at like 620. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Real and that power. Was, that was when they just, just started tuning it yeah. before it went. Because um, we had like a clutch go. That was not an Exeti clutch. That was a different brand. Uh, we put an Exeti clutch in it now. Um, <laughs> so now that's all running good. Yeah. Uh, once we get the engine in, we we'll I didn't fine. know you were making that much power, though. Yeah. What, what? Well, the cars. I mean... She's 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 big a heavy girl. pig. It's a big and the new thirty five eighty four RS can make tons of power. Oh too. Yeah. yeah, tons oh, yeah. of power. And what, kind of, what kind of peak power did that turbo make? I think it's capable of flowing enough air for up to like twelve hundred. Yeah. Oh my I gosh! I think it's up to twelve hundred. Yeah. 
But it, it, it still hit hard down it low. Hits, almost. It hits yeah. hard low, yeah. On a three five, huh? Yep. Yep. Um, what uh, what was the thought process for choosing that car, and what kind of uh, development path have you taken over the last five, six years with it? Honestly, uh, the car it was just kind of a natural progression. It wasn't something like I went out to go purchase a car to go do that. Yeah, um, just had I it. Had, I had, I was autocross. I grew up drag racing, so like my family does okay. top alcohol drag racing when I grew up. So my entire life has been around racing. My family has a data acquisition company that does drag racing stuff. Okay. Um, Computech, they do a lot of weather station stuff for all the NHRA cars. Okay, yeah. Um, race back and those people kind of have a, a niche on the drag racing, so our data acquisition doesn't go too far, but yeah. if you walk through an NHRA pit, our weather station's on top of every single trailer. Really? Um, so I've kind of grown up in the industry. This is my 12th PRI I've been to. Oh, wow. Um, I'm 28, so I was doing them when I was you know younger. We skipped yeah. a couple somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, but... I was autocrossing and drag racing and stuff. I had a Camaro that we built that we just drag raced. I had a Subaru at the time when I was, yeah. you know, late in high school that I was autocrossing. Um, wrecked the hell out of it one day. Um, autocrossing? No, no. <laughs> it was actually uh, the day after an autocross, coming home from a drag race. Yeah. Uh, and I was just an idiot, and me and my brother were screwing around on the road, and I got into some gravel, and yeah. I, I told Isn't the that where those things excel? Yeah, except the problem was it, uh, it was only on one. So <laughs> when I slid and it caught, it just shot me straight into a cement wall. Uh, um, so unfortunately, no I, yeah, yeah, no big deal, right? <laughs> and then, of course, you know, it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy. We had some bolt-ons and stuff, and like an HID ballast like broke or something. And there was a tiny little flame, and all I had was a bottle of sweet tea. Put it on it and went away. And then by the time the fire truck got there, the entire thing was engulfed in flames. <laughs> sweet tea doesn't was, do it? Sweet tea, sweet tea is not a good uh, fire truck. You a real retardant yes, in your real yes. race car. I, yeah. I was a real retardant that day. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, moving forward, I got the G35. I autocrossed it for a while in okay. the D.C. area. Moved just to North Carolina. Car, drove yeah. it. Yeah. Just basic stuff. Um, won a bunch of you know autocrosses regionally. Okay. Moved to North Carolina, won all that, and South Carolina and all that. What class would that have ran in autocross back um, then? It was, it was an F-stock when I was in D.C., Region because mm-hmm. it was really you know stock stuff. Um, it was weird too because the Z's and the G's weren't in the same class. Same basic car, but they weren't. Same car, but yeah. different class. You know how SCCA does yeah. their weird autocross rolls. Um, so then I moved down to North Carolina, did a couple more mods to it. And we ended up doing STX, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, more mods and everything with yeah, that. Yeah. So it wasn't anything yeah. crazy. This was 2008, 2009. Okay. Um, but what then there's G35. What was that? What year is that car? 2005. Okay. Um, and I wasn't the first owner. I, again, I bought it used and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but kind of got bored of staying in you know third year. <laughs> we did a, we were in Charlotte, so we had some nice venues where we got bigger autocross courses. And I was yep. like, oh, that, that's what fourth gear feels like. Yeah. Um, and then decided that we're gonna go just balls to the wall. I was working with a shop down there, um, and we decided just one off season just build the hell out of it, and yeah. we got it. Had you done any track days before? Or? I had done one track day. Okay. So don't do that. If anybody's <laughs> listening, don't do don't what I did. Don't jump in both feet. Um, so we built it, and we were at like four fifty. On the first, okay. The first already build. boosted so it and yeah, we boosted it, built built the engine, did yeah. all the suspension, very similar to kind of what it is now. Yeah. Obviously, over the years we've finessed everything and yeah. you know changed a lot of it, but and made it, it more was, yeah, problematic it was, it was here and there close, and so. reliable here and there. It was uh, it was interesting when I was going through like NASA and stuff, and you know you have to get an instructor for like your first things and. They look on the list, G35, okay, you know, and then they walk down the paddock and then they see the, like, the race car and they're like, oh my God, this What's is terrifying. full cage and everything? Yeah, full cage, <laughs> yeah. They hated me probably. Yeah. Same You're reason why guy. I don't go ride right seat with yeah, anybody. You were that guy that's that That's terrifying, day. so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, built it and just kind of evolved and did some NASA stuff and started doing Global Time Attack for years and yeah. 
We did NARA for a little while, won a, won a championship with NARA. Okay. Won a couple races in Global Time Attack. Mm-hmm. And then you guys came along. And now, yeah. we're, now we're we're with Good Life and um, Global Time Attack. And the uh, uh, the season for next year, um, where are you and Savannah planning on going next year? All over? Or? Uh, next year, I think we're going to have a, kind of a similar schedule to this year. Um, okay. So we're going to do pretty much all the big Time Attack events. Were you guys um, at Super Lap Battle this year? No? We did not get a Super Lap okay. this year. Um, my car was Broken down. cars. And you know, her car had a lot of issues this year. We finally got it figured out at the end yeah. of this year. I remember um, talking to her a couple months ago about brakes, and it was like, she was telling me stories of her, t- of her brake problems. I, I've That's ha- not I've a had fun thing to sort on a car. Yeah, no. especially yeah. with that much horsepower. Yeah. You know, some of the tracks we go to. I, yeah. uh, it's, 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 that's a hard car to, to it, jump into, and she, yeah. you know, she's new to it. And yeah. You know, what people don't realize is, you know, you got a new driver and a car that you're developing. That takes that takes There's a lot, a of, lot seat of variables. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we we traveled to a lot of these events, but that's how you figure these things out, and that makes it mm-hmm. miserable events sometimes. But yeah, so so when you had a kind of a uh, disabled car this year, you were uh, crew chief for Savannah, Savannah yes. Little, pseudo crew chief. Um, what's uh, what's the details? I mean, she's eight feet away, but she's working. Uh, what's the <laughs> details on her uh, on her build? She's got a V eight three fifty. Yep, she's got a uh, LS three swapped three fifty Z with okay. uh, it's the uh, Summit Performance crate motor, so it's okay. like the Chevy road race. Motor, um, it's got like LS7 heads and a couple other things that are done okay. to it. Um, <laughs> I think it's pretty awesome. It's one of the better sounding cars I've yeah, ever it's, it sounds, sounds pretty so amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Juker Racing built it for her down uh, down in Orlando. Florida. They did an awesome job with it, and it's you know that straight pipe oval pipe back. Yeah. It just yeah, you know, sounds like a NASCAR car is driving around there. Yeah, it sounds so good. Um, uh, but yeah, the car I've driven it a couple times, and it's it's a world of difference from what my car. What kind of power does that thing make? Because it's naturally aspirated. Yeah, it's naturally aspirated. It's you know it's the it's the the factory motor mm-hmm. you know from summit so it's i think it's like right around 500 okay uh, but it's the power curve is so linear you know yeah. with my turbo vq it the further you get into the rpm the more your face gets yeah, ripped you're off half hers. a bell curve and hers is just yeah. probably a, a triangle and a, and a yep, yep. plateau and i tell her i'm like your car's almost boring to drive because yeah. it's so it's so linear from like low rpm to top to high yeah. rpm it's just it's boring <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it's sound probably, boring. It's probably faster because it yeah. isn't doing that. Doesn't but, sound too boring. You know, but. going down the back street at Red Atlanta, hers is just, you feel the same acceleration all the way through. Whereas yeah. me at Red Atlanta, by the time I get to like, you know, turn nine, yeah, I'm you like. You come out of seven and it kind of bogs and then you, yeah. and then it ramps and it hits you in the back of the head. Yeah. yeah. Turn nine, I'm like, oh, oh my God, <laughs> just hold on to it, hold on to it. Is it doing a wheelie yet? No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, so, so you had to deal with a lot of issues on her car. Can you talk about sorting out um, a brand new, like giant, uh, ambitious build like that? Like, what, yeah. what kind of stuff did you deal with? I've uh, I've had some experience with disease. Yeah. Um, I used to work for a World Challenge team uh, yeah. back in 2013 and 14. Um, so, I'm pretty familiar with disease. Um, so I had lots of you know recurring nightmares <laughs> from that. Been there, done that. Because kind of we were stuff? we were the Nissan factory team at the time, and it was when the 370Z had just came out. We were in GTS class, which we now that car is in TC, so they've kind of bumped it down. Yeah. Um, so we were always in an uphill battle and constantly tearing that thing apart. So when we got to her car, it was relatively easy to to work on things, but there's just a lot of teething issues. You know, we had with the more horsepower, the the brakes that she had on there decided that. The, the plates that were on there weren't going to work anymore, so she had really bad knockback. Mm-hmm. Then we figured out that the pedal like, assembly uh, yeah. that got put on there pedals wasn't... Pedals of the floor knockback and yeah. stuff like that. Um, then we found out that the pedal assembly wasn't done correctly from yeah. the same company. Um, and then we ended up realizing at, I think, Road Atlanta, when that company came over and did a bunch of tech stuff for us, which they were, their service was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I think the car just kind of progressed beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ended up realizing that the mounts were actually flexing. Oh really? So you could yeah. be in the pit after you know after that race, 
And I don't know if it happened at that race or it was just something that we neglected until that, but you can hit the pedal just sitting in pits and you can see the caliper flexing. Really? Um, which is terrifying. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we ended up getting with StopTech. StopTech helped us out. They got the trophy kit on the car. Mm -hmm. Full floating the, rotors. Yeah, full floating rotors. Same, same as my car. Because um, I used to have some similar brake, brake issues. Okay. Um, we fixed it. Um, I think what originally caused all of it is that why they went to the manual is because they were having some vacuum issues with the booster okay. on the LS. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if you tried, you know, a thousand more check valves, you probably would have gotten it right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, why not go full crazy on the race car? Yeah. Which created a whole other problem. But <laughs> anybody who's put a pedal assembly in a car knows that you're not going to figure that out. Sometimes you get lucky, but not Adam usually. Adam wants yeah. to put one in soon. Well, good, I, good luck with that. I, I've had a bunch of buddies this year just with, like, basic Honda road race builds, and they went to, like, a boosterless system or whatever, and one of them fought it for four majors races and sort of got it done by the runoffs. Like, the whole year, no brakes. Changed something, it got a little better. Changed another thing, got worse. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can fight brakes for oh, yeah. a long time. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I did it for years. I had a booster delete and never got, like, everything figured out correctly yeah. and that was terrifying <laughs> going, going to road atlanta and we were yeah. still doing similar times which means i need to step my game up now that it actually works but <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know that was that was pretty scary hitting a pedal that's you know like 300 pounds of force so, you gotta push you know, really hard yeah so she was kind of dealing with that so we've made some since we got all that stuff fixed we made some master changes and stuff okay and i think we've got it got it good now um, i mean it's it's hard to sort a car that is essentially brand new on every level exactly from suspension to brakes to like you know with the motor mm -hmm. and everything it's just it's a lot, exactly, and you know she's she's learning, and I've you know I've been around this for a while, and all sorts of different aspects of motorsports, and she's she wants to learn all these things, and you know I'll give her all the credit in the world because she's down there wrenching on the shit with me, she's trailering it to events, and yeah, you know it's there's a learning curve there for anybody, especially when you're building a car too. So when she feels something going on, she tries to explain it to me, and I'm like, okay, well, is it doing this? Is it doing that? And the, you know that was part of the game, and she's learned a lot. I've learned a lot from it. Yeah. Um, you know, like at Gingerman, we, we had a diff start to go on us. Yep. Um, the weekend, like two weekends before, we had the exhaust break. This is my fault. Had the exhaust break uh, at a weld, and I took the back end of it off because I figured it was further far enough away underneath the car that it wasn't going to hurt anything. It wasn't yeah. going to melt anything. Well, we overheated the diff. Oh. Uh, from the exhaust? From the exhaust. Yeah. Started puking out fluid. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, you know, we ended up getting it fixed that day, but we ran like two or three sessions on it at okay. some point. Um, and then it started to slip a little bit. So me, because I've never actually had a diff go battle me ever in yeah. any of the cars I've ever worked on, um, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, but I did the one thing I probably shouldn't have done. I changed the fluid. Yeah. Which I've been told now, don't ever do that. Sometimes that's bad because on this, I guess. Any yeah. of the friction that you wore off is yeah. still in that fluid. Yeah. So if you drain it and put new fluid in, now you have none of that friction yeah, added you in. You got polished it. plates in the diff got, now. Yeah, then. exactly. So when we were at uh, Speed Ring, which is a tight course and not a place that you don't want to have a diff that works, yeah. she was having that issue. And I'm like, uh, well, what? You know, it's, if it's not one thing, it's another thing. Yeah. Uh, so we ended up getting that fixed in time for VIR the next weekend, and then she went. You know, four seconds faster than we went the last time we were there. Yeah. So everywhere we've gone now for the end of the year, she's gone a ton faster, and I am very scared now. Yeah. <laughs> so on, on those uh, Z and uh, G35 builds, you guys use the factory rear diff and everything? Or? Uh, well, for the we use the factory pumpkin. We're yeah, using OS kick and okay. uh, mm -hmm. uh, rear ends. Yeah. Um, so I think we both have the same stock uh, gear ratio in yeah. the rear. But that but that diff will hold uh, 600 some horsepower. Oh yeah, probably. absolutely, okay. absolutely. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with those builds above, like, 500 horse. Um, there aren't really that many of them that no. are being used in this context. I, no, you know, no, I know no. of, like, yours. That's 
road racing. <laughs> that's yeah, about it. That's at that power level. Yeah, there's there's, not, there's a ton of like you know stock motor like NASA and SCCA cars, spec but, Z and stuff. But yeah, you know, and like T four yeah. or whatever T three and NASA yeah. or an SCCA. But it, like you don't see a lot of them built to this this power level. No, there's a, there's a couple of guys like. Uh, there's a couple guys that run with us in Global Time Attack that have like LS swapped ones, yeah, uh, but yeah. I'm the only dumbass that's still. Yeah, we've got a gridlock yeah, buddy here. Kaler's got an LS swapped one. Okay, um, okay. Streetcar, but yeah. yeah, okay. But you don't but. see too many that are like, and he's like 350 horsepower. Um, any other weak links on that car that need to be addressed uh, when somebody yeah, would driver, take driver, driver, if you, if driver. If you look at those chassis, like they're actually they're relatively affordable now. Yeah, yeah they're for the longest really time, reasonable. I thought those cars had struts. Like I was not into them enough to like yeah. do the research. I did too. I thought but they were strut, strut cars. cars. Yep. So it's, a it's actually car. a really good platform. What uh, if somebody were to start tracking one of those cars, just a basic one? Anything that they need to look out for? Or? Um. Honestly, not really. It depends on the, the model that you're using. You know, if it's if it's a G, don't do it. Yeah. If, <laughs> if it's a Z, you know, um, look out for oil star on like the 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 older versions. Okay. Um, the HRs are obviously better. So if you're like in the in the market for one, get an HR. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't do it. I didn't get a VQ rev up. Yeah. Um, which. I'm really st- so you guys don't really know how dumb I am because I actually have another G35 as oh, a daily really? driver. It is literally the exact same car. I bought it like two years ago as a daily driver. Um, and you talk about so being black, cheap, black and everything. It is literally 600 different on the VIN. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's an 05, six speed, <laughs> the same interior, same trim package, yeah. That's ridiculous. same everything. Um, but that one burns the oil like crazy. Really? Like, like every 2,000 miles, that's changed. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty Man. bad. Um, but yeah, they're they're awesome. They're awesome cars, but. You know, I, like you said, they're cheap. I got that thing for like four thousand dollars. Yeah, and it had yeah. like it had like Volk wheels. Like I really, on it I really kind of want one. All like, sorts of stuff. I could buy one of those, or cars, I could buy a yeah. Miata for like the same money. Yeah, the same basic price of like a ninety nine Miata. That's yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, so, I'll stick with, I'll stick with yeah. the shade. We do have a Miata so, issue here though. So yeah, Savannah's yeah. here. What's up, Savannah? Little? Not much. We stole, guys. stole you from work for yeah, a she's, she's yeah. working the booth here, and. Um, Unfortunately, we couldn't steal her away for the whole show, but uh, she's available now. Yeah, so. they want to—they want to like get their money on make, and uh, and make her scan badges or whatever you're having to do. <laughs> I gotta meet a quota, man. Um, how uh, how's the show been for you so far? Good, good. Yeah. It's been crazy busy. Talking I feel to a lot like of people. I see the same six people somehow every like ten minutes. It's kind of getting weird, but super. Yeah. Fans. I saw Tony Fuentes like eight times yesterday. Haven't seen him yet today. I honestly think Tony's my biggest fan. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, I think he, he's, my he's always fan lurking too, yeah. somewhere. Um, you're, you also drove something uh, besides your Z, which we've been talking about. You drove uh, some spec Miata stuff this year. Yeah, I did. Yeah. What is the transition from jumping from a you know wild time attack car <laughs> to a spec Miata? What's that like? It was pretty crazy. I, and like, I get asked a lot, like, which car is more fun to drive? And it's really hard to answer because they're Fully fun for like yeah. different reasons. Yeah, and you're doing different things in them too. Exactly. Well, the Miata, honestly, like. Wheel to wheel racing in the Miata is a lot more fun than Time Attack. Yeah. No offense, but like, Time, time Attack or track yeah. days in a Miata is just kind of painful. Yeah, it really I, is, I mean, I'll be honest. it's so stressful because if you make one mistake, like even if you're like hang the limiter twice before shifting, you're gonna lose like three positions. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, especially it's in no Spec joke. Miata, yeah. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Uh, the and, and the momentum versus you know a a, a power car are so different as far as uh, yeah. you know yeah. what you need to think about. But. Yeah, it definitely you know like over slowing. Like the number one thing I was always doing was over slowing and getting on gas too early. Yeah. And they're like, why are you doing that? It I'm teaches like, it's you my so other car. much. <laughs> it teaches you so much. Do, does your car have ABS? Uh, no, no. Okay. So it doesn't have power steering or ABS. Yeah. So. so what's nice when you don't have ABS is what I learned. Like. 
you learn very quickly. You might lock them up, and you have to come off the brakes, and then just kind of pitch it in yeah. and hope it sticks. Yeah. yeah. You start realizing you carry a lot more corner entry speed. That was this entire year in the Z for me. It was just my brakes not working right, me braking as much as I could, and then being like, "Well, I'm turning. Pitch I hope it, it works." Cross fingers. <laughs> please yeah. stick. Please stick. Oh, I can go within there five wow. more miles an hour I've faster. Been slowing than down I way yeah. too much. For the record, neither of our time attack cars have ABS either. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have uh, full power brakes in the Z. So, or uh, excuse me, full manual brakes in the Z. So okay. we have no booster, no Man. ABS, no, no nothing. That's a lot of speed to be using with just manual well, brakes. Yeah. Well, if you got the master side, yeah. master cylinder yeah. size, right? Yeah, you got to nail it, though. We've yeah. got it you now. It. So it, it, it took a it took a lot of crying phone calls to Tilton and Stop Tech <laughs> to figure all that out. But once we got it yeah. sorted, now the car is fantastic. Lots of lots of upside down in the cockpit. Like, <laughs> it's the worst. Brake fluid dripping in my eyes. Man, uh, uh, yeah, working on brake pedals is not fun. No. I made two brake push rods. Like I was telling you about earlier, that was having brake issues the whole year. Made two different brake push rods in one night, uh, in the dark, in a CRX upside down, uh, oh, and it's okay. not fun. It's not okay. fun. Yeah, it yeah. wouldn't be fun at all, man. Yeah, there's a classic picture that uh, Johnny C from uh, OG Racing has yeah. of me because I was FaceTiming him, asking some questions about the pedal box because. I was out of my element at that point, so I'm like literally FaceTiming him upside down, like in the car, and he's like screenshotting everything that I'm doing, and like posting it on social media. I'm like, you bastard! It's a small price to pay for yeah. for an expert, though. Well, it, so, thanks, Johnny. Johnny's <laughs> been uh, Johnny's been a good supporter of ours, and I'm I'm glad he uh, supports you with terrible pictures. And absolutely, know. absolutely, of course. Uh, um, any uh, any big future projects for both of those cars? Or um, nothing too crazy for mine. Obviously, you know, new motor, to make it reliable. new motor for mine. Yeah. Uh, her car, we because this year has just been nothing but working on it. We're not touching a damn thing on just her car. Try to drive it. Yeah, uh, we may make a couple of small changes to it, but nothing nothing crazy. Yeah. Uh, my we, car, since it's down, we're gonna do. You know, of, of course, a couple of things. We're going to yeah. try to take some more weight out of it. i got to keep up with her, you know, 2,700-pound car. Yeah. You know, mine's like 3,250. Really? Wow, yeah. that much difference. Um, so it's, it's, how much is your car weigh? Sorry, Savannah's still working. I shouldn't have asked a question, but I, I don't remember what it weighs. He doesn't even wait for me to get back to the mic. <laughs> uh, the car is 2,920 with me in it. Okay. Okay, with Sega. So it's still like a hundreds and hundreds of pounds difference. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, the car without me and without fuel is twenty seven hundred flat, pretty yeah. much. So yeah. it's no, amazing how heavy gas turns out to be. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we we did the calculation a while back. The car has a sixteen gallon OEM tank because we decided okay. to leave the. Is that oh, the yeah. tank that saddles over? Yeah. It is, yeah. So it's a saddle tank. And we actually have been talking to you know fuel safe and radium over here, trying to address some of the typical issues with 350Zs and the number one thing people experience when they start tracking these cars is that they have fuel starve issues. Right. So because of the saddle tank, the pickup is on one side of the fuel or of the uh, frame rail and then, you know, as soon as you start going into high G turns or you go to places like Road Atlanta with elevation and those kinds yeah. of things, you just, like, they fuel starve under half a tank. It's Are there, so Are there companies that gas. do, like, a dual fuel pump setup, one on each they side do, of the saddle? They do, but, um, you know, not, not to name names, but I, I've actually had some not-so-great experiences with those. Okay. Uh, and I actually was not really sure why at the time. Um, wasn't mechanically inclined enough to understand it, but yesterday... I uh, talked to the guys at FuelSafe, and they explained to me why that doesn't work. And essentially, it's because uh, one of the pumps will be priming while the other one is dry. Uh, so there's a period where you're still going to get fuel starvation yeah. while the other pump is priming because there's actually an opening on the back of the pump that has to be submerged in fuel. It's not the hose itself in order for the pump to prime. Is, um, it, is that a situation where you could just eliminate half of it and just have a smaller tank? Or? That is something that some people do. Um, and you just have to fill it up a lot. Yeah. The, the 
for us, like in Time Attack, we don't need a lot of fuel, but yeah. the ideal yeah. location, I mean, or the location for it is just so ideal because it perfectly offsets the driver and half of that weight's, you know, below the transmission or right. level okay. with the transmission. So if you're going to have an extra 100 pounds of weight, that's the best place to have it. Yeah. Um, so we we chose to keep running that, and we I run a solution that Injuku made for me that's kind of a one-off uh, intake swirl pot that is constantly feeding the fuel pump. So uh, okay. I actually am able to run the car on fumes. It's kind of terrifying. We ran out of fuel at uh, Road Atlanta at Gridlife trying to figure out how well it worked, and we uh, opened it up, and, and we're like, oh, my gosh, there's, there's nothing <laughs> in here. <laughs> So, is this robot inside the tank? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's not uh, not a fun install, but yeah. um, and definitely not fun to remove. But once once it's in there, you're kind of just like, hey, I hope I don't ever yeah. have to take this out yeah. again. But it works. So probably easier than working on the master cylinder stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You don't have to be upside <laughs> yeah, down. Let's yeah. Let's not you don't talk have to about the master Johnny cylinder. C upside yes. down exactly. when you're installing. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, and that, like what she was talking about with fuel safe. Um, the reason we were talking about fuel safe is because. I, you know, the constant theme in this conversation is that we're gluttons for punishment with these Nissans. We're actually yeah. about to build an endurance car. She was Nissan. telling me yesterday about that, yeah. Um, so we're going to run AER. You know, Tony Flynn says we just like to try to beat up on him as much yeah. as possible, which You're, never works for us. Like but you guys are mutual fans of each other. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> um, so we're going to run, we're going to build an AER car. It's yeah. going to be a 350Z, and it's, we're going to do everything that we normally do to these time attack cars, basically. Just with less Minus power. the engine. Yeah. So we're going to leave the engine stock. It's going to be okay. HR, HR engine. Uh, for now, I'm sure. Yeah. Like two months from now, she's going to be like, let's put no, a LS in it. No, no, LS in it. Motor. no, that's what the Skyline is I for. I want a nicer LS. Can <laughs> no. we put this LS in that one? <laughs> oh, yeah, real quick, you guys uh, You guys just got an R32. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I bought it back in July, and it finally got here like while I was at SEMA, which okay. was like, you know, oh, the humanity. I was at SEMA while my car finally arrived. Yeah, but you have such a tough life. What are you going to do with that, <laughs> <laughs> do with that car? Um, so low-key, and you guys heard oh, it here first, uh, it's no. going to be built for street class, but it's going to be a true street car. You know, okay. a lot of those cars in street class haven't seen public roads in years, yeah. if ever. Uh, so be, really trying to stay true though, to huh? that um, okay. because that was the number one thing I missed with the Z is I went so quickly from that car being my daily to being caged in a full race car that I was like, wait, I totally miss out on yeah. having this street car. So um, yeah, you get nothing cool to hop into and like go downtown. With yeah, I just I mean I've been around. driving my truck around everywhere and I'm just sick of it to yeah, be honest. Yeah, sucks so much. The truck's 60, already got miles sixty thousand miles on it in one year. Miles on it in wow. one year. We race a lot. It was it's a lot of miles. <laughs> so uh, yeah, because yeah, you bought like a brand new truck just did, like yeah. last year. I bought sixty thousand miles. A in new twenty five hundred in June of last year, and by like April of this year, it had like fifty two on it. And now it's got sixty. That's unbelievable. So crazy. So yeah, I'm like you know I need I need something that. I can, you know, use as a daily and have yeah. fun with, but uh, we're planning to do an RB25 swap and okay. all sorts of fun stuff to it. So cool. the idea is to have it like SEMA car ready by this year, which it's pretty, is pretty like nice show, pretty nice body on it. Sorry? There's a pretty nice body and, and shell on the car? Yeah, or? yeah. The body is in great condition, and there's, like, practically no rust, which is the number one thing. Yeah, like, I've seen a I lot of them, them with a lot of little rust spots now. I yeah. uh, I went through Quick Style Motorsports in uh, Maryland to import it, and the number one thing I said is I want one with no rust, and the second thing was nice interior, because okay. those are two things that I, like, I can do body work. I can replace body panels. We can fix a motor. We can fix yeah. a transmission. I don't want to deal with finding interior parts for that car, yeah, and I don't want to deal with rust. Yeah, and it's all original interior too. I mean, it looks—it's yeah. really nice. I heard Nissan announced recently that they're going to start making parts for them. Yeah, yeah. they, they announced it like a year ago, but I haven't seen a whole lot. They actually from it. did just recently release the first catalog of parts for their Heritage program, okay. and uh, it's got like eighty 
you know, 80 part numbers on it. I haven't really cross-referenced any of the part numbers, but to my understanding, it's mostly like uh, slave cylinders yeah, and then there's like kind of stuff. Uh, some other things like, you know, fuel pumps and things like that um, okay. that are kind of generic. But unfortunately, most of it uh, seems right now to be for the GTR, not the GTST. So. Yeah. I'm not really sure how much they're planning on expanding that program and yeah. whatnot. But it'll, be, it'll be a fun, similar platform to your rear-wheel drive Z. Yeah. And a cool streetcar. Yeah. So, um, you see the pattern here? Yeah. See the pattern? We, we kind of like Nissan's a little bit. Yeah, and then probably it'll be uh, fully caged next year. Pulsar next. <laughs> we actually, Kevin Lawrence down at Juke Racing, he's got one of those. Oh, really? It's pretty badass. Those oh, are really dude, cool. Those are really yeah. awesome. He's got a, it's a GT, it's one of the GTR the Pulsar GTR, do you remember? That guy just like we totally just got crop dusted. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Nice. Totally got crop dusted. Um, <laughs> that was loud too. Oh my god! Back up a little bit. Yeah, that, like, that was sweet. <laughs> um, the uh, was that the all-wheel drive, the GTIR or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah this is yeah, the So he's one. got he's got one of those over there that I know he like every once in a while he has like a rage fit and throws it on Craigslist. It's like he never can he never can part with it though. I don't know if he's actually sold it yet or not. But we will end up buying it or something stupid. Because we don't have a place to put it. And you got a truck with you know with the mileage capability to go get it. Yeah that's you know another 5,000 miles. We were looking at a daily driver for it. We're like okay we've got 60,000 miles in the truck. Let's get a reasonable daily driver. Six months later, That's we have cute. a 25-year-old car that we shipped from Japan. Whatever. You guys make really awesome Whatever decisions. Yeah. Yep. So, and, uh, even more better decisions. The car came to us running. Yeah, and now it's broken again. It's like well, in it's not a bunch broken. of pieces. It's not broken. <laughs> so, I was like, "Oh, this is dirty. Let's powder coat that. Like, let's, let's do this. Yeah. Let's let's change the intercooler." And we had to like wait three weeks to get the U.S. title anyway. Yeah. Um, so Might in well that three weeks, like, I, I was can't like, drive the car for three weeks. It's here. Might oh, as well go yeah. and start working well, on it. Exactly. To be fair, the there was a lot really of very dirty. strange, very <laughs> Japanese things going on in the car. Um, as you can see on some of my YouTube videos and some of my uh, Instagram tell, tell posts. Tell them about the trunk. Uh, the trunk had padlocks to keep it shut. Literal, like, padlocks on it. And not just um, two, but two on each side. So uh, like the inside, outside? Like outside, like your gate locks. Like, if you had, like, a backdoor gate, like, Why? you know, you spin it. Because it's Japanese, man. Uh, I mean, for... <laughs> That's it. Dude, there's, there's, there's racist, red marks on the inside. Uh, there are rednecks everywhere. Yes. I swear, yeah. man. Yes. Everywhere. Um, but, you know, there were a couple other strange things going on with, you know, there were there were some interesting wiring things going on. Yeah. And, you know, the headlights were, like, working but not working. Yeah. So... Um, we figured that was a perfect time to address all that. And then we got to like, oh, well, let's powder coat things. And then now the whole front end's torn apart. And yeah. it's, yeah. But uh. See, the real problem is we have a bunch of equipment and stuff to do this. Because mm -hmm. like I said, we grew up, you know, I grew up top alcohol drag racing. So my dad has mills and lathes and yeah. we have a powder coating booth. Got these tools. I got all this stuff. Yeah. So we figured, screw it. Let's use it and let's let's do it. That's, uh, if you've got the tools, <laughs> take the car apart. Yeah, exactly. Back there. exactly. Um, so, you know, it's... Now that car is sitting in, in the place where the endurance car should be going soon. So we got to get that buttoned up and get it back on the road. Luckily, we've got we've got a lot of great sponsors. It's starting that, to sound like my garage. You guys are stressing me out. Uh, <laughs> just finish a car. Come on. Well, one's hey, finished. You know what? One's one of them runs. Two right. yeah. projects, man. One of them runs. One of them runs. And um, it has the V8 in it. It's the only one with a V8 in it. That's probably why so, it runs. At least you know? it sounds better. I'll <laughs> swap the world. That is one thing about the Z. The engine was never a problem. Until it was a problem. No. No. On the on the LS. Yeah. On the LS. Yeah. Yeah. No, not, yeah. I know. There's too yeah. many. There's too many to keep track of. Jeez. Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of different cars. So. Yeah. Um, well, we hope to see you guys a bunch more this year. Yeah. Yeah. Or next year. It's yeah. Where can, uh, uh, where can people yet. follow along uh, next season with you guys? 
Well, they can follow along on Instagram and uh, YouTube. We're starting a new series. I don't know if he already bent your guys' ear about that or not, but uh, basically Apex Garage, you can find that anywhere. Uh, that covers shop shenanigans, race prep, all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow all the cars there, or you can follow us individually on social links. So since she didn't tell you what her name is on social media, at Savannah Little Racing, and then I'm at, <laughs> what am I, at K-Portlet Racing? Yeah, Racing? I don't it's even know what I'm at. Sure. Uh, but like she said, you know, we've we've got so many of these damn cars now. We went from like, you know, two years ago, I had one. Now, yeah. we're, at, now, we're, now we're at like five. So Just like keep multiplying, man. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to kind of make it interesting. Uh, no, no, <laughs> nope, nope. It better not be a Nissan is all I know. Well, it's been, it's been cool getting to know you guys last year and Absolutely. seeing you guys just battle it out at Time Attack and fix cars and real racers. We Here, love it, here's the hoping she does not beat me too bad next yeah, year. Yeah, we, we love it. <laughs> you know, now that I like worked on it enough, I'm like, okay, if she beats me, she's like, okay, well, I at least had a hand in it. You know? Everyone needs to start placing their bets yeah. now. You should have told her her brakes were fine. Stop Cheeseburger lying. I bet telling her. <laughs> Cheeseburger bets so, all around. Yeah. Big question I have. Because I've done this with friends, and I've heard of other, you know, um, people doing this to their significant others. They'll come in complaining about something wrong with the car, and you end up just going and telling them that you changed something, but you really didn't yeah, change you a ever, damn have you ever thing. Done a placebo fix? And they come or? back and go, "Oh my God, it was so much." He's better. actually never done that with me. Never my, done that. I have never done the placebo fix. <laughs> uh, my crew chief with the spec Miata has done that. He's a done bunch. that all the time. <laughs> nice. This time. Tom O'Dell Tom just went by. fun of us. <laughs> He's lewd gestures. He's calling us jerk-offs. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing new. I'm like, who is this Tom's, guy? Tom's been on the podcast three times. He's good Okay, <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't think I've done the placebo effect. I've, I've done that a couple times with other teams that I've worked yeah. on. Um, but no, the problem is we've just, we haven't even gotten to the point yet where we're doing like real setup changes because we've all been chasing an issue. So. Yeah. To be fair, I did put Phil Graybow and Tony Fuentes in my car this year. Both got out and said, how the hell do you drive this yeah, thing? They, it's trying I remember to kill that. me. I remember yeah. that. And they were both not that impressed with the car at the you, time. You don't yeah. want to have a car kill. You can't go yeah. fast that way. So, uh, you know, m most of it was not in the driver's head this year. The years past, it's arguable. But this year, the car definitely was fighting us a little bit. But yeah. so, anyway. So next year, i got to figure out something else to make go wrong in her car oh, so she right. doesn't beat me. Right. So. Well, if you guys see me when she's like walked away and I'm doing something to her car, just stabbing the tires with a knife. Of course, of course. <laughs> just a slow bleed. Uh, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't no, put that's, it past it, him. It's supposed to be like that. Don't worry yeah, about that. Absolutely. That little guy. Don't worry about that little guy. <laughs> and then you know we have the we have the conversation of like, don't you want me to you know do well? And I'm like, yeah, I want you to be second place every event. Every event. Every event. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, well cool guys. Appreciate we go your meet time. Somebody else. You guys have work to do, and we're gonna get her in trouble if we keep her on the microphone. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, thanks for yeah. having us, guys. No problem. Right. Thank you guys for the rest of the show. We'll see you next year. over quickly. All right, we're still recording. Are we? Yeah. All right, no, well. He just turned his mic off, I think. <laughs> hey, Kevin, man. what's going on, man? Man, it's early, early morning there. That's... We're, we're standing in the exity booth. <laughs> I think Axon just made him mad. <laughs> I think you actually pissed him off. Uh, we're standing in the exity booth. Come back, uh, Austin. Come back. <laughs> you don't like when I step on your boards? He looks so mad. Take two. We're still recording this. <laughs> We are recording it, but uh, guess who edits everything? <laughs> <laughs>